Another Cuban tragedy, May 6, the historic Hotel Saratoga, downtown Havana, exploded. Many wounded and killed. Next door, Calvary Baptist Church, 18 souls inside. All survived with an apparent miracle happening. Al instante me tomo mi café cuando de momento se produce la gran explosión, una explosión muy de muy 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 fuerte. That's Jorge Luis. He's a cook at the church next door to the hotel. He was in the kitchen that day with three young children when the blast rocked the building. Get on the floor, he yelled as he ran towards other church workers screaming for help. Then Jorge realized his kids were still in the kitchen. He rushed back saw a person kneeling over his kids, hugging them. In the chaos, he cried out for them, and they rushed out of the building. Later, he thanked everyone for protecting his children, but they all said none of them were in the kitchen. Jorge now suspects an angelic intervention. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Welcome to Haven Today here on Wednesday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus And we're in a series this week called Together for Cuba. And once again with me is the speaker and director of our Spanish ministry, El Faro de Redención, primarily directed to Cuba. Welcome back again, Dan Warren. Charles, thanks for having me. It's great to be back with you. You know, I talked as we opened about this explosion at a hotel, but then an historic church next door. That explosion was massive. Do we even know what caused it? By all indications, it seems to have been a a gas explosion. Uh, The the gas lines in the hotel blew. There was a tanker truck out front that exploded, and it was just an enormous amount of damage that it caused to the hotel and and to surrounding buildings. Well, and then next door was Calvary Baptist Church, an historic building, Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. well as church in downtown Havana. Any thoughts on how the Lord has ministered to this church through and because of this tragedy? Absolutely. Uh, Calvary Baptist is one of the biggest churches in Havana, and it's certainly a historic piece of architecture, this beautiful iron dome, the oldest of its kind in Latin America, and it, it was just destroyed by the explosion. So certainly heartbreaking for the congregation at Calvary Baptist, but they've still been able to meet as a church. They're gathering for worship on Sundays at an amphitheater in Havana, and they've really been able to minister to the neighborhood that was so affected by this tragedy. They've been able to bring the hope of Christ uh, to their neighbors. Well, Dan, the explosion took place at the hotel. Next door, a famous church. How has the Lord ministered to and maybe even through this church, through this tragedy? The Lord absolutely has been ministering to this church and through this church in the middle of this tragedy. Uh, The building itself was beautiful. This historic building that is the oldest of its kind, this beautiful iron dome over the sanctuary where the church gathered for worship, it was destroyed. So the church was certainly heartbroken, but they've continued to meet. They meet in an amphitheater in Havana, and they're able to bring the hope of Christ uh, to their community. Uh, They're praying for people living in their neighborhood who have been rocked by this tragedy. We actually received a lot of these prayers and and are able to share them to encourage people listening to El Faro. Padre, en el nombre poderoso de Jesús, tú que eres Dios misericordioso, 
clamamos por cada una de estas personas, estos familiares que han perdido seres queridos. Te pido que la llenes de fuerza, Padre. Padre, derrama de tu gracia. Te pidiendo, Dios mío, te estoy suplicando, Señor. Christians praying for their community and praying for their country that was just so devastated by this tragic loss of life. We also spoke with a deacon at Calvary Baptist who shared with us about how the church was completely destroyed. The sanctuary is just in ruins, but God has been able to use this tragedy to bring about a, a platform, a witness for the gospel in their community. Dios nos cuidó, Dios nos protegió, y es God was with us. He protected us. Yes, of course, we are saddened by the tragic loss of life, but at the same time, we praise God because as Christians, we know that we have a mighty God who protects us and we can tell others of our God who cares for us and protects us. The prayer of a deacon from an explosion that took place at an historic church in downtown Havana just a few months ago. Dan Warren sharing that with us and also the prayers of God's people for those affected. This story of tragedy, which is also a story of grace, reminds me of the theme, Dan, that you and I've selected today. And it's actually a question. You want to tell us all what the question is that we're making into our program today. Sure, yeah, this comes out of a summary of the Christian faith that was written centuries ago, but it still ministers today. A series of questions and answers that are so encouraging, beginning with the very first question, which says, what is your only comfort in life and death? Answer, that I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. He has fully paid for all my sins with his precious blood and has set me free from the tyranny of the devil. He also watches over me in such a way that not a hair can fall from my head without the will of my Father in heaven. In fact, all things must work together for my salvation. Because I belong to him, Christ, by his Holy Spirit, assures me of eternal life and makes me wholeheartedly willing and ready from now on to live for him. Mm. Well, in a moment... We're going to ponder this, this question, what is our only comfort in life and death? And we're going to turn to the Bible and see how God's Word answers it for us all. And a hint has already Dan shared with us. It's going to lead us to Jesus. We're also going to be talking with a Cuban-American musician who has written a song based on this question, and we'll listen to some of that. And now let's continue with our program with music by Matt Boswell and Matt Papa. What is our hope in life and death? Christ alone, Christ alone. What is our only confidence? That our souls to Him belong. Who holds our days within His hand? What comes apart? From his command, and what will keep us to the end? The love of Christ in which we stand. Oh, sing hallelujah! Our hope springs eternal. Oh, sing Our hope in life and 
truth can calm the troubled soul. God is good. God is good. Where is His grace and goodness known? In our great Redeemer's blood, who holds our faith when fears arise, who stands above the stormy trial, who sends the waves that bring us nigh unto the shore, the song that was written based on that question we're asking today from an ancient statement of faith what is our only hope in life and death matt papa and matt boswell christ our only hope in life and death i want to give everyone listening today an opportunity to partner with us to send the comfort of the gospel to over 11 and a half million cubans through haven today's el fado de Redención broadcast. And so often it's not just, Dan, your voice on the air. Cubans are hearing from fellow Cubans who love Jesus and share their stories. And that's never been done before, has it? That's right. It's something really unique and and historic, I think. All of us on El Fado really consider it a privilege to not only share the gospel with Cuba, 
Uh, but to give fellow believers, Cuban believers, an opportunity to encourage one another on the air. And they really need that encouragement right now. How very true. Well, just a few days ago, the government of the country announced more rolling blackouts. Their electricity grid is struggling to stay lit. And uh, there are continuing food shortages and strong government regulations. We talked about that yesterday. Life is not easy in Cuba, but that's why I'm so blessed to be a part of El Fado de Redención and part of what you're doing every night, Dan, broadcasting mm. the hope of Christ mm-hmm. by radio all across the country every day. And this week, we'd like you to be a blessing to Cuba as well. Will you join us in what the Lord is doing through Haven's crucial Spanish ministry? El Fado needs to raise $50,000 to cover the cost of broadcasting to all of Cuba through the end of this year. Whether you can send five, five hundred, five thousand dollars, whatever, your gift will have a kingdom eternal impact in Cuba, the largest island in the Caribbean, and even the far-flung reaches of the Spanish-speaking world. Well, call us after the program. Make your gift by calling us. Just say, I want to give to Cuba. Call 800 65 Haven, 865 Haven, or go online at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. I want us to listen now to an interview that Dan Warren did with a Cuban American whose name is Danny Rojas. And I think this will minister to all of us now. Thanks, Charles. I'm here with uh, our friend Danny Rojas. He's joining me today from Miami. Danny, thank you so much for being here on Haven today. Oh, you're very welcome, Dan. It's a pleasure. You're Cuban-American. Uh, you live in Miami, and you're involved in pastoral ministry in Miami. That's correct. Yeah. And you also are involved in music ministry. I know, uh, you know, growing up, you shared with me that you were in uh, different Christian youth-type bands, but it was really yes. in 2020, wasn't it, when you started uh, writing music in Spanish again. Yeah, again is the is the key word. I I had I had a music ministry in the nineties, and I did that until nineteen ninety eight. And at that point, I was in pastoral ministry. My daughter had a stroke. I decided to stay home and focus on that. So for years, I really didn't write any songs. I, I was a little traumatized by <laughs> by the events that happened. Kept I kept sure. preaching. I kept preaching, but the, the, the music was, was on hold for a long time until the pandemic. We're talking today about the theme of what is your only comfort? And I know that mm. uh, some of the themes of this question and answer that we've been referring to in the program today, uh, they, they really, I'm sure, minister to you thinking back on those trials that you went through. Yes. And, and they inspired a song. Uh, can you tell us the, the title of the song in Spanish and kind of what yes. led you to write this song? Um, well, the song is called Dueño de Mi Ser, which means, you know, the, the owner or, uh, you master know, or, of my, my being, soul, maybe. master of my soul. Aparte de tu voluntad, ni un solo cabello puede caer, así me preservas. I, I wrote it again because as we were going through the pandemic, I had also kind of, I don't know if I stumbled on it or someone introduced me to it, but I, the, the Heidelberg. Um, and, and that first question really spoke to me, the first question and the answer. And just meditating on that and thinking about everything that people were going through. I work as a chaplain in healthcare, so I had seen people people die, 
you know, and, and even even employees losing parents and brothers, and, you know. Um, I I sat down and just wrote a song based on on that question and answer. And we, we've shared that on El Fado, and I know it's been a huge encouragement to Cubans who are asking the question, where can I find comfort and hope? And that song really points us to Jesus. You know, when you understand that you're secure in Christ and that, you know, in, in some way you're going to be all right. You know, it may not be exactly the way that you want it to be, but you're going to be all right. God is going to get you through it because, well, because you belong to him. You're not your own. And he looks, he looks after what is his. That is such encouraging truth. Danny Rojas, thank you so much for joining us here on Haven Today. You're welcome, my brother. God bless. Dan Warren, thank you so much for sharing that time you spent with Danny Rojas for the program today. I'm really glad that he spoke with us, Charles. His his story is an incredible encouragement to me, and his music, I know, is so encouraging to our listeners. Mm. Well, it certainly was to me, and I think to everybody else listening. So in looking at this question from that statement of faith, what is our only comfort in life and death? Why don't each of us take a couple of passages and share how this comes, the answer comes, straight out of Scripture? So you share one passage, and then I'll share a passage. So Dan, I'll ask you the question, what is our only comfort? Passage one. Well, the passage I had in mind, Charles, is Galatians 2.20 thinking about that answer that we heard a moment ago, where it says we belong body and soul in life and in death to our faithful savior, Jesus Christ. He has fully paid for all my sins with his precious blood. Uh, Galatians two twenty says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. That could actually be translated, but Christ lives on my behalf for my sake. You know, if it was Mm. just me and my own doing, uh, me belonging to myself, that would never work. I would make a mess of everything in my life. But because I know I belong not just to Jesus, but to my faithful Savior, Jesus, I find great comfort in that. And as Galatians 2.20 goes on, the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Uh, This passage really, uh, or verse out of Galatians 2.20, really summarizes what often Christians have called the great exchange. My sins put on Christ, his life put in my place. So when God Mm. looks at me, despite all of my failures, despite my inability to control my circumstances and how I may be kind of limping along through the difficulties of life, uh, I'm still viewed by my God as I stand in Jesus, not for my failings, not for my weaknesses, not for my lack of faith. But if I'm clinging to Christ by faith, it's no longer my life. It's Christ's life for me. Mm, Perfect. And you know, Dan, as you just brought it up, we haven't even mentioned uh, the great exchange in the past few years on the program. So thanks for doing that. So that's the first passage. The second passage, my passage I get to share, was easy to come up with. 2 Corinthians 1. Let me just read verses 3 to 7. And I want you to listen carefully to how many times the apostle uses this word comfort. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion 
and the God of all, here it is, comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can, here it is again, comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. Mm-hmm. If we are comforted, it is for your mm-hmm. comfort. I can't believe, Dan, how many times Paul uses comfort here, which produces in you patient endurance of the same mm-hmm. sufferings we suffer. Mm-hmm. And our hope for you is firm. Because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, Paul talking to the church at Corinth, but also speaking to us, so also you share in Mm. our comfort. I didn't even bother to count, Dan, how many times comfort appeared, but it had to be maybe a dozen times in that passage. A rich passage, yes. Well, to Christians who need encouragement in Cuba, And to all of us around the world who need grace, first and foremost, our comfort comes through the message of reconciliation with God through the work of Jesus Christ. Uh, That was shared through the first passage that you shared with Mm. us out of Galatians 2.20. But I want to also add that all of 2 Corinthians shows how believers are agents of God's comfort and consolation to others. And I think we ought to repeat what we shared a while ago. I'll ask the question. You give the answer, Dan. What is our only comfort in life and death? That I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. He has fully paid for all my sins with his precious blood and has set me free from the tyranny of the devil. He also watches over me in such a way that not a hair can fall from my head without the will of my Father in heaven. In fact, all things must work together for my salvation. Because I belong to him, Christ, by his Holy Spirit, assures me of eternal life and makes me wholeheartedly willing and ready from now on to live for him. We've been talking together about some of the themes that you share every day on El Faro de Redención. And with that in mind... I always like to remind everyone listening that El Faro is not a translation of our English program. That's right, Charles. El Faro is an original daily program that was designed to equip the Cuban church to be more effective for the sake of the gospel. Uh, We discovered very quickly that we have so much to learn from our Cuban brothers and sisters. They have so much wisdom, having lived so long faithfully in such a difficult context. That's why we've been sharing more and more Cuban stories from local Cuban Christians on the program. There's nothing else like this in the world. And I think that's why more than just Cubans are listening to El Faro now. Spanish-speaking people in many other countries, Mm. including the U.S. and even Canada and Latin America, too. Well, well, this week, we're asking you on the English program to team up with us at El Faro to help and share and partner with this gospel endeavor. We had a lot of people respond to us yesterday. Thank you for everyone that got in touch yesterday. And I want to ask you, if you didn't get in touch with us yesterday, to come alongside us today. 
Will you participate in what the Lord is doing through Haven's Cuban broadcast? We need to raise $50,000 to cover the cost of broadcasting to all of Cuba through the end of this year. It is not inexpensive to reach this island nation through a 500,000 watt transmitter. Radio towers we use to reach Cuba are placed on another Caribbean island, and it's directional every time we broadcast. You can even get it in many states in the United States as well. It's a blowtorch, as we've described it before. So whether you could send $1 or $100 or $10,000 like someone recently did, you can help us reach 11.5 million people in Cuba with this good news of Jesus Christ. And your gift will make an eternal impact on Cuba, the Caribbean, and even the far-flung reaches of the Spanish-speaking world. So call us right now, would you? Make your gift today. Just tell us you want to give to Cuba when you call 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online at haventoday.org. haventoday.org. And if you wanted to but just didn't get to it last week for your gift to the ministry, we still have the very helpful Bible study resource called Reading the Bible Through the Jesus Lens. Read about it online. Ask about it when you give us a call. Danielle Warren, thank you for joining me again today. Muchísimas gracias, Carlos. It's always a great time speaking with you. We're going to do this again tomorrow. So I'm Charles Morris, inviting you to join us as again tomorrow we'll share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. How could this happen? After all, this man is the Messiah, the one promised in the Old Testament, the man who would come and rescue Israel and heal her diseases. So how could his friend have died? There he lay in the tomb. Was Jesus really the Christ after all? Well, there he came. Jesus was too late, wasn't he? Lazarus had been dead for days by now, but that didn't stop the one who made the universe. He cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out, and Lazarus did come out. Jesus Christ is still in the same business today. He cries out to the dead, sinful men and women, and the dead come out, raised to life. Have you believed in this all-powerful Savior? Try out Anchor Devotional today in print. Visit getanchor.com.